Hello, KFC Supercoaches. It's the Game Day Podcast, Round 14. Origin wash-up, massive game last night. Rob Sutherland is with me. First of all, what, what did you think of the game? Oh, disappointed, Thomas. Yeah. I, was, uh, I didn't think it was the greatest Origin game I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the game's fast and, and that's what it always does, but... It, it felt like it was lacking something other than, you know, my saltiness as a New South Wales supporter. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't a high-quality origin contest, that's for sure. But when it's a close game, Queensland always wins. Almost. All of, basically, all of the Blues' victories under Brad Fittler have been by massive margins. When it gets into a tight tussle, uh, Blues just can't compete. Oh, there's something in their DNA. There's, there's the, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just get it. Get it. Please. Tommy Turbo is the big news out of that, super coach wise he got a cat one concussion. Um, here it is. Flegler only escaped with a fine for that, although he did get sin binned. Um, Supercoach wise, it means that he's going to miss the next three weeks if he plays in Origin 2. Um, Which is not Yeah, a there's guarantee. some chat. It's not a guarantee, but yeah. I still think that's an automatic sell for Supercoach. I, I think it is. Going into the game, I mean, we talked about on Tuesday that. Yeah. The, the Tuesday podcast was pointless because we didn't know what was going to happen in Origin. Well, now we do. And I was going to hold Turbo and now I'm going to sell. Um, I, I just think I, I can't carry, you know, can't carry him for that period of time. Luckily, he got that 165. So he made some money back that he'd lost before. And I'm, I'm going to sell him to Buller. Yeah. Well, we're taking your questions in a sec, but you've, um, you've turned around a little bit on Buller. You weren't, you weren't that keen on him earlier in the week. Yeah, well, I wasn't keen on him because I didn't want to sell either Teddy or Turbo. Mm. No, so that, that was the thing. I, I, obviously, the value isn't what it is with all of the guys like I think yourself who got on at 200k. But at 450, there's still value. Um, a couple of 60s, he makes 150k. He covers the buys. Um, it's, not the, it's not the best buy. But I, it's, it's, for me, it's better than getting Dylan Edwards, who I think is a really strong chance of going into the New South Wales team. We can talk about that later. Uh, or, or, you know, Luttrell or even um, Will Kennedy was perhaps the one I looked at. But Buller at 450, I like. Yep, we'll make you a bit of cash. Send through your questions and comments and your zingers, guys. We're going to pimp your teams. Already a heap of questions coming through on Facebook. Hit us on YouTube as well and hit us with your zingers. Of course, if you come up with the zinger of the week, the best sledge, you'll get that come up on the screen. Drew is asking, is Teddy, or Tyler rather, is asking, is Teddy a sell? Well, I actually think, why would you sell Tedesco when there's actually chat that he could get dropped and then play this upcoming buy round? Yeah, I'd, I'd 100% be waiting to see what Origin 2 teams look like. Um, while Teddy wasn't great in, in the game per se, uh, he, he would have had a good supercoach game because he made like 24 runs for 200 yeah. metres, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, he, he's coming off a, good, off, off a good... His last game was a good one. Uh, the Roosters come off the bye. You know, the, the team should be better. They've got to be better this, this week. I, I think he's he's potentially in for a really big game against the Dogs. Yeah, I think so. And uh, like his last NRL game was an absolute whopper as well. Mm. We've got some zingers coming through here. T- Teddy got three try contributions last night for Queensland. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. sadly yeah, true. I mean, he's got uh, the thing is with Teddy, he's got the runs on the board. He's the captain. He's been so good in Origin for so long. 
but I don't think they can drop him, and I don't think they will. Um, if they do, Latrell would be the logical option, and then I think Dylan Edwards would be the third in line. So that's why I think Edwards is actually a decent purchase this week, even at the price. I Look... Let's take that in sections. I, I agree that Teddy probably is going to stay in the New South Wales team. Um, there's plenty of other leadership options, though. Yo, Cam Murray, both great captains, could lead. I think Freddie's kind of hitched himself to Teddy, and I completely understand why. But equally, on form, Dylan Edwards probably should have been fullback last year, definitely should be fullback this year. And I've got Edwards way ahead of Latrell as a fullback in origin. He's a de- yeah, better defender. He's got yeah. a great work rate. Mm. Um, if, if they're picking guys like Luai, who was very good, and um, Crichton, because they've got a connection, then complete the bloody connection, you know? Like, yeah. I, I think Penrith could have won origin the last two years running if you put yeah. that team out there. I think it would make Nathan Cleary a better player in Origin too if you had him around. Yep. Uh, question here, who would you bring in for Croker? I don't like Karaz or Johnston. Well, the issue with Johnston is that he's got the bye coming up. So the, the time to get on was a couple of weeks ago or last week with him. Then Karaz, I'm actually pretty keen on this week. His base is still pretty solid, but... Uh, it is clear that he is struggling a little bit with that knee injury he picked up a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And his base has reduced since then, plus the attacking stats have come down too. My problem is those are the two that I'll be yeah. looking to buy, right? I, I think Karaz because he's got the better buys, and I think Johnson because he's still okay value. Um, I, I, I'd have to take this one on an advisement, which is no point because I can't come back to it later. But I do think Karaz I would be getting next week. Not this week. Just have another look this week. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. But he does have a good buy schedule, good price. I'll be getting on this week. Uh, and I think there's a lot of um, pretty good value Bulldogs out there this round and coming up as well. Let's do the burning issues. These are the burning issues from last night's Origin Clash. Let's start with New South Wales. Nico Hines, only 12 minutes it was a rough 12 minutes in that the uh, Maroons ran in, what, two tries. Yeah. But that surely means he backs up for the Sharks. Uh, he'll be looking to get back on the scoreboard and, and make up for a few things. So I think he could have a massive game. So see you on Nico Hines. And he's playing against Queensland. And he's playing at home. At home. Um, yep. Yeah, I, I think he's a straight captain. Easy. Yep. Nathan Cleary played the full 80 minutes and... I. Th- I tend to think when players are disappointed after losing an origin, they really want to play that next week. And he's got basically, or he does have the longest turnaround possible yeah. of four days. So, look, certainly don't captain him. He's a very popular captain option this week. Don't captain him. But the Panthers are generally pretty good at telling us in advance if players are going to get rested. We should know 24 hours before kickoff. If not before. Yeah, well, 24 hours is not going to do me any favours whatsoever because it's yeah. so late, I'm not going to have any options to replace him. Uh, and because I'm, oh, I suppose because I'm captaining Hines, at least you've only got a reserve on him. So if you've got the depth, and I don't this week, then you could at least, you know, you could throw a late reserve there. But um, I, I think he probably backs up. Cogger's there. They bought Cogger for a reason, but I don't think it's this reason, not this game. Yep, no, I think uh, I'm confident that he will play. Moving on to Queensland, Reese Walsh is... Free to play despite the karate kick and the hair pull. 
What a just a little. Uh, he's just a little smartass, isn't he? He's I'm not just, so worried about. He's, like, <laughs> but it looks like he will play for the Broncos. No uh, injury concerns. Yeah. You know, if you take if we took our blue glasses off, Brian Tai did a couple of um, defending himself in the air with his feet yeah, issues right, when he was right, taking right. high balls. And if Luai doesn't want to like either cut his hair, and that's completely his right, but if he wants to have his hair down, it's going to be pulled. Yeah, like, that's no, the way it is. Fair enough. Um, David Fafita. So I'm a little bit worried about him this weekend because he played 70 minutes. He was off for 10 because of that HIA and came back on. Mm. So the head knock there is a little bit worrying for me for Fafita. Uh, if someone was going to get rest- rested this weekend, he'd be somewhere near the top of the list. Although the Titans probably can't afford to rest him. To I agree, and I think maybe that's the point. The Titans yeah. probably can't afford to rest him. They've got other issues. They've got, they've you know, got like, the Rabbitohs. Yeah, yeah. They, they've got the Rabbitohs, but you know, they've got four and out. They've got, they've got the team needs their experienced leaders, and I think Fafita is in some way reveling being, you know, stepping into being an experienced leader. Uh, so, you know, I'm trying to talk it into happening. I'm manifesting it, but I believe <laughs> he'll play. Harry Grant, 57 minutes, so a fair bit of game time, but a bit less than the 80 that he usually plays for the Storm. Yeah. Four-day backup, so you've got to be relatively confident on him. Uh, yeah, yeah, I oh, am. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Uh, hopefully he does, because otherwise I've got to play Son- Sonny Luke. Confirmed out, so this was from Tuesday, but Hamaso Tabuai Fado will be arrested, and Tom Gilbert was already confirmed out, but dislocated his shoulder last night. There was some chat that he may even need a, a reconstruction. So it, it looks like a, a pretty bad grade of dislocation. So it looks like he'll be out for a while. He tried to make a tackle yeah. with, with one shoulder. It was very impressive. Um, I suppose that makes rampaging Ray Stone um, a little bit more appealing. Yeah. He's about 350k, though, which is slightly awkward, but it is a way out of the Sonny Lukes for those who don't like my guy Jake Turpin, who I have to be up front with... Teddy's injury and the fact that I have no boosts left. Uh, Teddy's injury? Oh, sorry, Turbo's, Turbo's injury, injury and yeah. I have no boosts. And, and I'm going to have to wait on Jake Turpin. So I'll, I'll be getting him the week next week. So you're not getting him. Like, I can't. He's, he's I just, I can't. He's week, my guy, but, but I've got to get Buller and I've got to get rid of Jack Bird. Question from Damo. He's asking, is Coates a good cheeky pod play? You Down asked me that before the show and I looked up yeah. like, I'm too busy to yeah, I can't yeah, look. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a busy morning. It's been a crazy day. But... Um, look, he's got the good buy coverage, 300k for Xavier Coates. To hit the break-even, which is in the 60s, he needs to basically score a hat-trick with the way that his, the way his base goes. stats are these yeah, days. Yeah. But I still think he would he could be a great purchase for next week. I'm not going to do it this week with the break-even of um, 60-odd, but could be a great purchase for next week. He's one of those guys, isn't he? He's like Addo Carr or, or dare I say it. Kyle Felt. Kyle uh, oh, no, he's not, not, a, not a workhorse winger, but if you can get him when the price is down and they go on a little bit of a run to you know, two, three tries in, in four games, then you'll make some money. So it's, it's not the worst. Yeah, I reckon yeah. if he's, let's say, 290k next week with buy coverage. Very tempting. And in a really good attacking team where it's basically a matter of time before he starts t- scoring some tries and latching onto some high kicks. The amount of times I've seen him go up for high kicks and almost catch it and yeah. the try or almost knock it back. And it just hasn't happened for him this year, but something could happen for him in the next couple of weeks. Well, you, the law of averages says it will. Yeah. Yep. Um, we'll go to some more questions. Miller to Manu and Ford to Karaz. Is Manu a must-have? I, I don't think he is. I, I want to see what he is, see what he does this week. 
because he does have that buy coverage. Yeah, it is a little luxury, right, in that he's only super coach viable at 5'8", but he's got a, probably another three weeks at 5'8". Um, I, I don't hate it as a pod play, but I don't love it. It would only be one I'd do if I had a lot of trades. Yeah. Yep, fair enough. He's on my definitely on my radar, um, and I think that there are some good cheapies coming up in the next couple of weeks, which we'll get to in a sec, uh, and I can use those to free up cash for someone like Manu. Uh, no game tonight, obviously, because of Origin, but let's do Friday night footy. Right, Tigers v Raiders is the first clash of the weekend. Not too many players backing up from Origin, so relatively unaffected. Jared Croker is the most popular sell. I agree. I think he's done his job. He got this try assist on the weekend, on the buy round. Uh, got the. He's not playing this week because they're waiting for his 300 game to be in Canberra. Yeah. He's peaked in price. Doesn't play the next buy. I think it is time to sell him to Karaz. Cost you 60k. He's playing at Campbelltown. It's almost like Canberra North. Yeah. You know? it's, it's, it's closer to Canberra than it is to Sydney, isn't it? Oh. I know that's a really to Sydney. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, you haven't been west of Enmore in your life, have you? Oh, I have, but I stay overnight. Yeah. Um, so, Croker, I, I can get around the cell. I do. But he has scored you know, over 60 in three of the past five games. I think, you know, home game, 300th, I'll probably play him for that one. I'll do a Ricky Stewart. I'm going to do a sentimental play, and I'm going to hold him for that. Huge. And then sell him. Jareem Buller's obviously really popular too, but I think we've spoken about him. And uh, Let's chat about him because we've got some footage going here. But um, how how much of a revelation has he been for the Tigers? Their winning form basically has coincided with, or their improved form has coincided with him coming into the team. I did enjoy, at the beginning of the season, Tim Sheens was being interviewed and he was saying, look, there's a couple of, there's a kid coming through. He's really good. I'm not going to tell you his name. He's really good and he's going to be a star. He's going to be something. And then, of course, he sort of hinted that it was Buller that he was talking about uh, last yeah. week. He's, oh, you know, but I'm like, that's the beauty of not saying the bloody name, isn't it? So eventually you're going to have a kid come through and go really well. You go, oh, it was him I, mean, I was, was talking him, yeah. about. Yeah, it wasn't Talon <laughs> oh, De Silva. No, it was, it was this kid. It's a wily old play from yeah, it is. It is from a wise old bloke. Um, I, I, as, I think there's everything I've said. You know, like, I think there's value there. He's got good buy coverage. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Pasami Solo? So third most popular purchase this week and the most popular cheapie. I don't see it because the minutes are just so random. He could be an AE nightmare. Um, the break-even is only two, so it's not like he's going to see a massive price rise. And he's coming off that 60-odd last week when there were a whole bunch of injuries with Chris and CHN going down. Rapper uh, as well, and, I think. And, uh, yeah. and he got some attacking stats too. So that's not going to happen again. I think this could be a little bit of a trap. Yeah, I'm not going to say trap, but I'm going to say mm. trap. Trappish. Mm. Trappish. Like a trappish monk. Don't even know what that means. Oh. Let's move on to Corey Horsburgh. The Trappists? Do you mean across it's the Trappists? Tra- no, let's a, not talk about that. Corey Horsburgh. Monks. Okay, right. Yep. Very good last week. Speaking of monks, he looks <laughs> like one with his head <laughs> yeah, shaved. Yeah, no. um, very popular last week, and for good reason, given that it was the buy round, and he did really well. I don't feel this is the week to get on, though. Price is buy- starting to get a little out there. Mm. Um, 
But, you know, like he made 38 tackles on an edge. That was pretty impressive. Uh, I think I talked about it on Tuesday. It's sort of Tohu style. He was moving into the middle to defend. He was then attacking out on the edge. Um, he's playing on an edge again this week. Uh, look, I'm not going to say it's a terrible buy, but I think he's more like your, your second front row forward than he is your second or third second row forward in your final team, if yep. that makes sense. Yep, fair enough. David Thomas is asking... Nikara for the Sharks has good buy coverage. He does. Is he worth the coin? Are you still doing your John Bateman I, thing I'm, instead? I'm doing, yeah, I'm doing Nikara diet. I'm going Bateman. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's got just as good buy coverage. Um, he's 100k cheaper. Very similar guy, you know, like not a huge second rower, but a guy who's savvy and runs nice, nice lines, has good hands, uh, even has decent feet. Um, has super white legs still. He hasn't picked up any tan whatsoever. Um, and it gives me someone to watch Friday night, so Johnny Bateman. Lock him in. Evan is asking thoughts on Ockenbore. How's his job security? So, look, Pangai has been named on the extended bench, so he presumably comes into that team. I'm not sure who it's for, though. That's the question. And does Ockenbore go back to the bench where he could be a bit of an AE nightmare? But currently, he's named to start... Um, and when he started in the back row, he's done really well. Good yeah. buy coverage. There are a lot of, but they've got Corey Waddell at lock too, and he, he can play edge. There's so many moving parts. It's risky. It could be a really good purchase, or it could just completely fall flat. It's too risky for me. It's just one of the many times that I wish that our friend Joe Nadiff was on the pod with us so that, you know, he, we, we should, could ask his. We should, hit him up. <laughs> should probably just call him live. Yeah, um, a, yeah look. As a Harrison Edwards owner, I'm seeing there going, surely Waddell moves and Edwards comes in. But Ryan Sutton coming back was always a bit of a risk there. He is a, a guy who can play prop and, and lock. And, but no, Ockenbaugh's a no for me. Yep. Dual position is handy, but I just I actually currently have him in my team because I've been fiddling around. Right. But I don't think it's, going to, it's not going to stick. Right. Late mail. So just a couple of notes from Origin, Cameron Murray, 50 minutes. So, oh, you know, he'd be a chance to back up what they're playing on the Saturday. Yeah, you'd think he probably will. Probably play around 50 minutes. You know, Cameron Murray either plays 50 or plays 70. And mm. um, against the Titans, with all due respect, I don't think they're going to need 70 from Cameron Murray. Payne Haas, 50 minutes in Origin too. Um, so... Look, I've just got fingers crossed that he plays up against the Sharks at points bet. It's a big game. Big game for the Broncos if they're going. This is where they start their slide, right? This is where they, they're top four and they finish ninth. Um, they need to win games like this if they want to stay a top four team. Tino, 40 minutes. Uh, you'd like to think that he does back up. And then Munster, the full 80 minutes, but he's got the maximum turnaround. So pretty hopeful that he could play. He's playing with... Busted ribs, so Busted. they say. Oh, but yeah, you know what? True. I think that's yeah. the that's like those um, Ben oh, Hannant sort of revealed ben, the. Yeah. <laughs> this, and this is what bugs me. For years, I've had to put these stories up, right? That come yeah. from journo's going, "Oh, so and so's really sick." And we're like, "No, he's not." But well, we have to treat it like it's real. Okay, Dave Taylor falling out of bed has got to be one of the great stories of all time. Yeah, with his wife on top <laughs> yeah. of the phone. <laughs> Guilty pleasures. Let's do it. I think my guilty pleasure 
is Xavier Coates. Um, it's not going to happen this week, but I think he'll be, if not the most purchased player next week, then pretty close. Um, look, I can't keep mentioning my guy from the Cowboys, so I'm going to go with Johnny Bateman. Um, because if it works, I'm going to feel pretty smug about myself. Um, yeah, he's not he's not a 140-point guy. Like, he never goes huge, Johnny Bateman. He, or I think he's only got one or two games in the hundreds. But when he's playing well, he never goes badly. Like, it's a 65 to 85 range, and he just keeps hitting it. I'll take that from my fourth, fifth, second row. I don't hate it. He's on my list, not for this week, I can't do it, but for next week, definitely. But I still need to get Hopgood into my team. So Hopgood is ahead for me. I've mentioned before that there's a whole bunch of cheapies that are on the market in the upcoming weeks. Let's do cheapie of the week. I mentioned first up that Pasami Solo is the most popular cheapie this week, but we're both saying don't go there. Um, even though, he, like I test, he's been pretty good. The minutes are um, haven't been there this season, except for last week, really. Yeah, he, he's, he is a good base point guy. It's, the, the doubts aren't on his ability as a, as a player. It's, it's his um, job security. Yep. Yeah. Um, Xavier Coates, I've, I've talked him to death. Blake Wilson. So Josh Adokar, if he backs up from Origin, presumably takes this guy's spot. Mm. But he is a super coach friendly guy. He's played two games. One of them was for 50-odd points, almost all in base. There was a huge work rate there. I think there was a line break in there. But still a really good base. Then he played off the bench and played just a handful of minutes. Yeah, job security there. Same with the next guy on the list, Porga. Um, I, I, I actually don't... like, you obviously don't get on this week, yeah. but he could be a really good buy round purchase for round 16 because that will be the week that he goes up. Well, he could be, but I mean, I think Toops comes in, so Daniel Tupu comes in and, and takes that job. But does he take Corey Allen's spot? I suppose he does, but, but then like surely Robbo sees the light and moves, um, you know... Um, Joey Martin. No, no, bloody... Um, oh, it's been a Drew day. Hutchison. It's been a day. No, uh, Joseph or Kuso Suwali. Oh, Suwali. I knew I'd yeah, get there if yeah, I started yeah. at the beginning rather than jump <laughs> into the end. If they move him from centre to the wing, then that's gone. But I will say yeah. this, he's been killing it in New South Wales. Yeah, New yeah. South Wales Four, just try-scoring machine. 14 tries in 11 games. And good work rate too. And good work rate. So it could be a really super coach relevant guy, but definitely don't get on this week. Richie Kenner is another guy who's come in and, and earned his spot on merit, it seems. But he's got that buy coming up in 16. So um, there's lots of water to go under the bridge here. But um, Tane Milne's been dropped and Isaac Thompson is not isn't, around isn't anymore. He's not there, isn't ready it, yet. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he could be a cheapie for round 17. Not now, round 17. After that buy, it's a long time. But keep him... Yeah, keep him on your on your watch list. Sure, Kenner Ken, in a, in a way has earned his spot, but it's almost like he's earned it by not being Tane Mill, who is a good attacker who was just shredded defensively last week, and I think the coach is making a statement with this one. Uh, Michael is saying Coates has done nothing. Um, that's fair enough. He hasn't. That's why we're bringing. Yeah, him that's in, why he's cheap because he's <laughs> so cheap. But he's in such a good team and he's a proven try scorer, so we're hoping that that just reverses. Captaincy this week is going to be crucial. Let's do Cope's captains.
gonna say, how old is that picture of Cobes? But it's not, that's, right? He just doesn't age. He's like a jockey. Yeah. <laughs> he, he looks exactly the same now, but that's probably eight years old, I'd yeah. say. But yeah. yeah, he hasn't changed. Some other people have on this show have aged in that time. Disgracefully, in my case. Yeah, thank you. Cleary is at 24% captaincy. That's just people uh, it's, having not picked their teams yet or waiting for Origin. I think it's a risky play. Um, particularly when you've got Hines having only played 12 minutes in Origin. So he's the real go-to this week. Agreed. I think Hines is the captain. That's really who you go with your vice-captaincy. Yep. And For so me, who are you Asako. thinking? Asako. Asako. Early yeah, yeah, game, great yeah, form. Yeah. Right. How can you go wrong? Oh, I've bad-mouthed him so much last week, and he just keeps keeps going well. Cody Walker is VC for That's me. That's fair too. Um, the thing with him, I mentioned it on the on the show on the week on um, Tuesday, that he got three try assists and two try contributions. So he's involved in basically every try for the Rabbitohs and still only got 60 out, mm. 68 points. It's when he does it with his foot. You know, you don't yep. get your line break assist there. And he's got the Titans, so it's a good matchup. It's up at Seabus Super Stadium, though. So They are better any, at home, but... In any case, it's... They do leak a lot of points. Yep. Even when they win, it's only by outscoring the opponent, which, I know, sounds stupid, right? They only win by outscoring <laughs> yeah. their opponent. Well, yeah, they do, but... You score the, more points start, than the opposition. In the game of two halves. Um, but it's, it's, it is what it is. <laughs> on that bloody note, let's finish. Uh, oh, no, no, we've, we've, got, we've, got, we've got Zinger. Right. We've got to do Zinger of the Week. Oh, no. Hawaiian Zingers or Hawaiian Shirts. Oh. Not bad. Um, guilty Pleasure needs some wah-wah guitar sound. If you want to record it, send if, it in. We'll, yes, we'll upload it. Jackson Ford to John Bateman, yes or no? I actually had that locked in at one stage this week. I won't be able to do it now, but I think it's a good trade. Yeah. Um, get drink water, guys. Do yourself a favour. His bicycle is pretty good. And he's, he's in a rare run yeah. of form. He goes on... A, every year he goes, goes on, on these streaks. two, two yeah. little streaks per year, and yeah. he seems to be on one now. But it's a tough matchup against the Sharkies this weekend, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Look, you keep looking at when you're doing your... Th- oh, sorry, not the Sharkies, the... Against the Storm. Three-game aver- uh, three average. Um, and he keeps popping up. And, yeah, I suppose you can get around it, but I agree with you, Tommy. It's, it's, it's He's a bit streaky. Oh, no. D, this is a final oh, zinger, no. and this is going to win zinger of the week. Did these guys play for the Blues na- last night? There was absolutely no passion left. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fair, that's a fair, fair point. Well, you were on last night, yeah. and I've been batting clean up all morning. It's yeah. been a bloody long it's day. Been, yeah, long oh, couple yeah. of days. Not much sleep for me, no. that's for sure. Uh, big thanks for watching. Thanks for sending through your questions. Big thanks to Rob for taking um, time out of what has been an extremely busy day. <laughs> uh, and good luck on the weekend. Cheers. Catch you later.